Hey, everybody, welcome to I'm okay, you're okay. I'm not okay. You're not okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. How's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. How are you? Pretty good. I'm on my third cup. Ooh. It's probably not a good idea. <laughs> That's If you're doing good now, I don't know how much longer the good will last after three. I'm cups. already starting to feel like I, f- I definitely feel like I'm on a coffee wave where I'm like, ooh, like I'm getting towards the end of the of the uh, funnel or whatever. Yeah. So far, it's been smooth, but the end of the funnel looks like it's going to take me out. What's at the end of the coffee rainbow? A nap? I hope so. But it, but not a good nap. No, a caffeinated like a real shitty a ca- caffeinated, rocky, half half awake, half half asleep. How long have you been you know? up? You're an early riser. Well, I have this thing now where I go to bed at eight thirty, and then I'm up at twelve midnight, and then I'm up until four. But then I got to get up at seven to. Uh, Get my daughter ready. You're tired enough to really go to bed at 8.30? Like you can just lay down and really go to sleep? I can't stay awake. Wow. That sounds nice. So I'm so tired that I go to sleep when Scarlett goes to sleep. And then sometimes before she does. Sometimes I'm sound asleep at 7.30 p.m. (laughs) And then, of course, I wake up and then I'm up. I mean, I could lay there and maybe sleep for another two or three hours and then like really be up. But I always do this thing where I'm like, I'll wake up and then I'll get tired in a couple hours and then I'll go to bed at like 2.30 and then I'll get five hours of sleep before I have to wake up. It just doesn't happen. So what do you do from the 12 to 4? Do you get up and do shit or do you lay in bed and play on your phone? Uh, It just depends. Like last night a song was due, so I went and finished that and then sent that out. Mm -hmm. But that didn't take very long. And then lately I've been playing PlayStation 4. My son, like we set it up, it was in my son's room, but now we set it up in the living room and he started playing this Spider-Man game, which looked pretty cool. And I was like, oh, let me see what the top games are. So I went and looked and I just like, these games look pretty amazing. So I downloaded like the top four PS4 games and started playing them. Dude, this shit is amazing. And the one I downloaded that's my favorite is... Did you ever play Tony Hawk Pro Skater? No. So they had this game called Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 that came out, I guess, maybe early 2000s. It was on PlayStation 2, I think. And dude, that was like my favorite game. And they kept putting out versions of it that kind of, they kept getting suckier and suckier until I think people were like, fuck this game. And what they did was they realized, oh, I bet you there's a bunch of people that would buy those original games, if they were available for the new console. So that's what they did. They just upgraded the graphics. But it's the exact same game. So I've been playing the... Should I use the word fuck or shit? <laughs> Let's go with shit. I've been playing the shit out of those games. Uh, let me try fuck. Okay. Dude, I've been playing the fuck out of those games. That was better. Dude, I feel... Yeah, much better shit didn't feel right. I feel like the word fuck is well first of all it's one of my favorite words ever 
And not just because it's profanity, it's a powerful word that has many uses. You can use that word in many different applications. It always adds a punch, usually adds a lot of humor. It's one of my favorite tools in the arsenal. Let's put it that way. Dude, if you want to light up a room. Do you want to light up a room just, like a Christmas tree? Just, I mean, not not with like, not not like on the bus or with band guys. But if you're in a situation where you're supposed to be all like, Minding your P's and Q's, mm-hmm. zip, and then you just roll out a fucking hand grenade, F grenade, mm-hmm. dude, all of a sudden, that party just got woke well, up. It became a party then. Yeah, before it was kind of boring. Everyone was on their third cup of coffee. They were, the, the fluorescent lights were on. As soon as you utter that magic word. A disco ball appears out of nowhere. The light hits it in the right way. Everyone's couple skating. They're playing your jams loud. Those are the things that happen when you bring that magic to the table. Dude, on a scale from one to ten, how good of a, a ro- of a roller skater are you? Twenty twenty one? Is that what we're talking? Because if we're talking nineteen ninety four, let's talk nineteen ninety four first. Let me tell you what was going on in nineteen ninety four. First of all. I was going to the roller skating rink two, three times a week. That was my sh- that was my shit. How old are you in nineteen ninety four? In ninety four, I'm eleven, and it was the place to be, man. It was an arcade first of all, and then it was the roller skating rink, and then there was like a food a food court. No one went over there. The food place was a strange area. You may venture over is that there. Where the, is that where the a- pedophiles? <laughs> I feel like that's where the pedophiles. Would I think have the pedophiles out. were in all quadrants (laughs) i feel like they would they would go to the food court to have like in their repose refractory period you know what's funny about that is i'm I'm thinking now that i'm talking about this i'm like why was the food court area like so weird it's because that is where all the adults sat like the adults who actually stayed with their kids they all went over there so it was just a yucky place right but if i wasn't out on the floor showing my moves i was in the arcade at the Mortal Kombat machine or Cruising USA, preferably with a huge crowd behind me. This is how I remember it, right? <laughs> and winning. And ladies loved it. The 11-year-old ladies around me loved it. And then the couple skating, skating backwards. You would do a race, and only the, only the brave 10 would go out there to try to race. Those were happy were you times. A ra- were you a racer? I went out there every time. And did you ever win? Yeah. Won occasionally. Didn't win every time. But if you were one of the 10 that didn't make a fool of yourself, it was still, you could still put that in the positive column for, it was all about, it's amazing how young you, I'm sure you experienced this with Luke, or maybe you did it, I don't know. It's amazing how young you start bidding for female attention. That is baked into the cake. I don't know, man. He's been like, I mean, maybe it is, and it's something we don't discuss, but do you have memories of being young and yeah i mean not even in a sexual way like it predates even that the bid for the opposite sex's attention i don't remember thinking about chicks until around i want to say seventh grade that's what tw- maybe that's no 12. no no it was it was probably eighth grade or seven no it was definitely seventh grade because that was when i had my first girlfriend but dude like i never kissed my first girlfriend we just held hands, but holding your hands was like holding onto a, a live electric wire. Yeah, right. It was the most intense feeling in the world. And she wanted me to kiss her, but I was too afraid. And we even played hide and kiss. Did you ever play that? 
Uh, no, but I might play that with my wife later. She's just anyway. going to hide forever. <laughs> Dude, as soon as you said that, I just, I was just a, a wash of sadness came over me. Um, <laughs> like, I know you meant it to be funny, but it just made me really sad. Uh, well, that's the correct. That's correct. Anyways, uh, yeah, so we played hide and kiss, which was hide and seek. And then if yeah. you found the person, you kissed him. Whoops, I do. And kiss. I found her. Still too afraid to kiss her, even though she wanted me to kiss her. Was this like a like a high school girlfriend or like a not high school? This was seventh grade, but 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 just a she's a girlfriend at school. You hold her hands in between classes at school. You're not seeing her outside of school. She was a yeah. Well, I don't think I don't know. I mean, she was definitely in seventh grade with me at school, but I knew her outside of school. Anyways, she after that hide and kiss went bad. She broke up with me and started dating a friend of mine, and they had no problems making out. And dude, when I saw them making out, I went over to her house and sat on her front porch and poured my all of my sadness of the world out of my eyes and onto my shirt in tears. Dude, I cried for probably an hour at her doorstep. Dude, I've never loved as much as I loved that woman and she wasn't a woman she was a seventh seventh grader and to the point of where i think i at that moment was like i'll never trust my heart again to anyone (laughs) i'll never love again i'll (laughs) never love that unabashedly like with with no reserve and no guard no because it's the when you get that when you get dealt that the first time you're just so innocent and you you still believe it's like when people I remember being a kid and not being afraid of spiders. Like I remember thinking spiders were just as, I was as curious about them as anything. And then one was on my arm once and I was like, whoa, what, you know, cool. And then that thing bit the shit out of me <laughs> and was really painful and, and it scared the shit out of me. Right. Since then, mortal fear of spiders. You just, you just wade into these weird waters when you're young because you don't know they're dangerous. That's what it is. Right. You're playing hide and kiss with this chick. You're not ready to kiss her, but that didn't, you weren't worried about that. You weren't worried that old dickhead, whatever his name was, was going to come up on a fucking white horse and be ready to kiss this chick. You thought she'd be yours forever despite the kissing issue. Who was the first chick that you kissed? Her name was Jennifer Lawson. And I knew, I knew I was going to kiss her. There was a party. It was just a Friday and there was a party that we were just, boyfriend and girlfriend at school we did never saw each other outside of school and how old were you 13 what grade is that eighth for me actually i was 12 in eighth grade well i was 13 and she was in seventh grade she was 12 and it was the whole like passing notes will you go out with me crap i never met her and her friends came up to me and handed me a note that was basically said will you go out with me this is like a movie check yes no maybe whatever it was oh yeah and i was like sure you know, I was like, who, you know, like looking over kids. I'm like, oh, her, oh yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. And then I don't even know how long it was before we talked to each other, but that we passed notes for a while. So you guys were going, this is like fucking straight up Taliban. You guys were like <laughs> going out like, before you ever talked. It's just like Taliban. And I very soon, dude, that's the way that Taliban do it. Right. Will you, will you become a terrorist with me? Check yes, no, or maybe. Well, they have those little things that like open up. (laughs) Like you do like four and then there's a number and then you do that many numbers, except it's in Arabic. 
Well, I knew that uh, I knew that I'd be kissing her that night, and I was pretty nervous about it. And I had a oh, my yeah. best friend at the time had already been kissing for a couple of months, and so I was like, "Man, you got to tell me what to do, man. It's a big deal." And I I did the classic practiced on my arm. Thing. Oh yeah, you have to. <laughs> I mean, anyway. or the mirror. I don't think I did the mirror. That would have been too humiliating and horrible. I have an issue with mirrors, but I did practice on my arm. And then the moment came, and you know, it was, it was a, it's a gauntlet. It's a gauntlet that young men go through. The moment came, I landed it, and uh, I I dated that girl for a year, a year or two. It's the first girl I did a lot of stuff with, and uh, that ended badly, like most relationships do. Almost all relationships end badly. Very few coast out into the golden sunset. What's weird though is even if they end badly at that age, you can still be buds with them. Like no matter how badly they end, you've got so much of your life ahead of you. You can still like come out to the other side and go and be friends. Like I, I know lots of women that I dated before I was 25 that I'm still friends with where it didn't end well. People were hurt, but I'm still friends with them. But anything past 30, uh, uh-uh. stakes hard. too high. Stakes too high, for sure. Yeah, when you break up with somebody after 30 and it doesn't work out, they're like, yeah, we're not being, we're not friends like after that. Well, because unless you, you're, unless you're divorced, then well, you have to be. Because you really invested meaningful chunks of your life. And for that to not work out is really tough. Yeah, that's like child time. Like you have that weird period of time where you're running out of time to have children and procreate and if you fuck that time up yeah right it's too much you can't you can't forgive somebody for that so let me go back to my first kiss so that happened in eighth grade as well with this chick angie crab crab angie crab yeah that was her name so i went to this dance and i knew she had the hots for me i had the hots for her and it was an eighth grade dance, so it was all slow dances. There was no fast dancing. Awesome. So everybody would just get on the floor and just start making out. So I ask her to dance. We start dancing. And I'm just looking. She's just looking at me the whole time, ready for me to kiss her. And in my mind, I'm like, all right, dude. Time to kiss this. Time to kiss this bitch. It's, it's done. It's done. It's time to do the deal, dude. It's time to do the deed. So I'd be like, but I was scared, dude. I was too scared. And then I'd be like, okay, I'm going to wait until the next song. When the next song starts, going to lean in. I'm going to kiss this girl. Next song would start, and I'd be like, next song. I'll wait for the one more song. Let me wait for the next song. So, dude, this kept going on. Four or five songs now. And then I start doing the countdown. I'm like, well... All right, I'm just going to count down from 10. And when I get to one, when I get to zero, I'm going to kiss. 10, 9, 8, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And then I'll be like, all right, hold on, hold on. Let me count down from five. Five, four, three, two, one and a half, one and a quarter, one, three quarters, half. Dude, I was doing the whole thing. And then finally, dude, literally 20, 25 minutes in, I finally, gingerly and gently put my lips upon her lips. Mm -hmm. And she goes crazy with her tongue inside my mouth. 
and does this weird like you know like those juicers i don't know what they're called what are those like little juicers the the little small ones where you like press them down and they go and they juice everything or like a ninja like a ninja blender yeah so dude when i pressed my lips against her lips it was like activating a ninja blender with her tongue. She just started going crazy, like helicopter tongue inside <laughs> my mouth. And I was like, what? Wow. But I'd never kissed anybody. So I was like, I guess that's the way you do it. Oh. So I just started doing the ninja helicopter tongue too. So now we're both going at it like two goddamn aliens, dude. Like if anybody anybody that was watching that was was like going, what the fuck? Guaranteed. And there was like chaperones, you know, of course yeah, yeah. there were chaperones there. And I'm sure they were just laughing their ass off <laughs> watching that shit because it was ridiculous. And I was tiny, dude. I was a tiny dude. This this chick was taller than me and everything. So the, so now they were making out. We don't stop making out until they dance, until they turn the lights on. Last dance, turn the lights on, and now we're leaving. And in Germany, a big deal was like kissing. Everybody kissed in Germany. I don't know why. France, Germany, it's like a European thing. You just kiss people, like when you're when you greet them or leave. It's weird. I don't. It's not my favorite. So we're leaving. And there's a chaperone there, some lady, you know, a teacher or something. And she's, you know, everybody's leaving and kind of doing the European like, thanks for chaperoning, you know, goodbye kiss sort of thing, which is weird. It's weird in America, but it was, it's weird over there too, but that's what we were doing. So I go up to give this lady the goodbye kiss and my brain and muscle memory is ninja tongue. (laughs) And as soon as my lips touch this 40-something-year-old lady's lips, my tongue darts out and does the eight. <laughs> like, I immediately hardcore French this lady. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Just for a second. And, of course, I react in shock. She reacts in shock. And I stop immediately. But damage done. For sure. And I walk out. You know, of course, not, neither of us ever talk about it again. But that was my... First kiss. Well, there's nothing to say. There's nothing to say when something that horrible happens. Dude, you can't ever talk about it again until it's 35 years later and you have an I'm okay, you're okay podcast. What do you think she's up to? She's dead for sure. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I I was like 13. She was 40. So she's like 30 years. She's like in her 80s if she's still around. Late 80s. Speaking of this kissing and relationship stuff, we got an email that was asking for our advice, and I'd like to read it because I'm curious what uh, curious what you think about this. This is from Kathleen Mallet, and the subject is needing a man's perspective. By the way, you can write in bobandclint at gmail.com, and I guess we'll, we'll give you relationship advice now. It says, I'm curious what your opinions are regarding my online dating experience. I'm in my 50s and had been texting with a man that I matched with and suspect that he was masturbating while texting me, which I found creepy. Needless to say, I'm no longer texting with him, but wonder what you both think about his behavior. On an entirely different note, thank you for the postcard, and Happy New Year, Kathleen. One of my favorite Josh Ritter songs is a song called Kathleen. Anyway. Well, first of all, if that guy is masturbating and texting at the same time, that's a keeper, because (laughs) that's hard to do. If you're able to do that, if you're able to multitask like that, 
I don't know, dude. What can't you do? I think the cure for cancer is next. It's it's that and then the cure for cancer. Dude, he's probably curing cancer while he's masturbating and while texting. texting. yeah. I've never heard of masturbating while texting. It's called sexting. Yeah, no, there's sexting where you send pictures of your junk to somebody. Well, no, you do. You no, know, you can do like dirty talk, dirty sexting, and then yeah, but playing out a fantasy. Dude, have you ever texted and masturbated? No, never done it. <laughs> Nobody's ever done. Nobody in the history of the world has ever texted and masturbated. I bet that Louis just C. doesn't K. exist. I bet Louis C.K. has. No, it doesn't exist. Well, if you want to masturbate with somebody, you got to get on the phone. You got to be talking to them. That's a possibility, but not not texting and masturbating. Let's say he was. Uh, maybe he's saying things like, "Oh, I'm getting turned on," and "Oh, I'm whatever this guy's saying." Well, then, then what you're doing is you're texting, then you're masturbating, then you're texting, but you're not doing this. You're not doing both at the same time. I mean, people people can text with one hand. I text with one hand all the time. But even if even if somebody is texting and masturbating, who cares? It's like if you pass a. It, let's say you're driving down the street and somebody's masturbating in their house behind their stone walls of their house, and you're like, I have a feeling some that guy's masturbating in his house. Who cares? No. He's in his house behind the brick wall. No, you're 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 getting it the, wrong, man. It's not cool if someone's doing that while you're talking to but them. But texting is a brick wall. It's not cool if someone is doing that while you're talking to them without your consent. But they're not doing it. They're texting. They're not the same. They're, you're, it's not happening at the same time. Now, if you're talking to somebody on the phone and you're masturbating, now you're doing both of, both of those at the same time. So you're you're just saying it's impossible that he was doing that. Yeah, it just doesn't exist. It's not a thing that happens. I think it is a thing that happens. You're also probably going to tell me next that people actually look at a, a magazine and masturbate. <laughs> I've, I'm told that in ancient times that our ancient ancestors did do that, in fact. Yeah. Back when, like, nobody had, before the use of an axe or a wheel, people used to masturbate to magazines. But those days are gone, dude. So you you have no advice for her. You just reject the email. I don't reject the email. I'm just saying that's not happening. Like the masturbating and texting is not something that is a thing. It's not a thing. Okay. Well, you've never done it. I've never done it. I've never well, heard of anybody doing it. it. So wait, hold on. All right. I don't want to talk right, about it on the show. Let's, okay. Uh, but you know, you're forcing me to. This because uh, well, you've I'm, never I'm done it. I'm you, curious now. Well, what does that mean? It's just fantasy. It's just fantasy talk. It's just sexy talk. And while you're having that combo, even though it's on a phone, text because you know why wouldn't you slip over to voice talking? Why why keep it at the text level? I mean, there are lots of scenarios. I, I mean, you know, if you're on the road and you're sharing a hotel room and you're in the bathroom. Oh, I guess if you're in the bunk, maybe. Or, yeah, if you're, oh, I bunk, get it. If you're on a bus, I mean, there's just a. It's real uh, easy for me to mock up. Okay, okay, I get it now. All right, well, that makes sense. Now that you're, t yeah. Let's say you're at work. <laughs> Let's say you're at work and you're masturbating. <laughs> yeah, people, dude, people, Let's say, mas people masturbate at work a lot. Right. Let's say you're in your cubicle, you're masturbating, and you can't be talking about it on the phone, so you want to text. That makes sense. Or your kid's in the next room or something. Or You know what I mean? I mean, there's just, it's easy to think of a lot of reasons that someone can't audibly have phone sex. Right. All right. My my feeling when I read that email was it reminded me of the Louis C.K. thing. It's like if you're doing that without someone knowing, I just think that's pretty gross. 
whether it's texting or on the phone. I just think it's a strange betrayal of the conversation. But what's the conversation? That's the other question. Because she she doesn't really go into the conversation. She doesn't go into the details. She just has this idea that this guy's masturbating while they're texting. Well, right. If she's saying things like, <laughs> what's your dick like? Or, you know, uh, <laughs> right. I'm imagining having sex with you. That's I get the impression from the email that the conversation She's like going, hey, how's it going? And he's sex- like, yeah. Or like, like, what are your yeah? What are your interests? I mean, I've never done a dating app. Did you ever do that before you met Laura? Was no, that even a thing? I don't think it was a thing when I was dating. I mean, even no, I think it was, but I would never go on a dating app. I just something about it. I mean, I might now, but I feel like dating apps were like doing a commercial in the eighties or nineties. It was really taboo. Like when Lenny Kravitz did a car commercial or whatever he did, everybody was like, oh, that guy's sold out. But now people do commercials and people don't even bat an eye. They're like, oh, yeah, that's part of the revenue stream. Why does Lenny Kravitz look exactly the same as he did 25 years ago? Can can anyone in the world explain this to me? Dude, because he dyes his hair. Speaking of dyeing the hair. So I have all this gray in my beard now. Yeah. Which I'm not happy about. Okay. But I just saw this show on Netflix called The History of Curse Words. Okay. And it stars Nicolas Cage. And Nicolas Cage has a beard. And his beard is 100% dyed. And it looks so fucked up, dude. And I'm like, okay. I never notice things like that. I'm really bad at like noticing when people have like fake hair or dye their shit. I never can tell. I'm like easily duped by that. Well, you you won't be duped <laughs> if you watch that show because it looks it looks like he's it looks like he's colored it on with a marker. <laughs> now, I will say this: I was checking out Will Smith's Instagram, and like four or five months ago, in the uh, he was looking real like you could tell he hadn't been to his stylist or been to a barber or seen anybody, and he had all this gray hair in his beard and like at his temples and in his hair, and then. Literally, at some point, he saw a stylist, and all his beard was all back to normal looking, all colored. Back to that Will Smith we love. Will Smith, dark beard, dark hair. And he looked 20 years younger. It was crazy. He looked like he looked back in like 2000. It was crazy. He, he looked like uh, his son's older brother. It wow. was crazy. But with the gray, he looked his age. Right. I have my whole beard's going gray. Nothing like, no, what can you do? I guess your options are to, di- I keep mine so short that I have to shave it every week. So dyeing it doesn't make any sense. Well, that's the, the only thing you can do when your beard gets really starts getting gray is keep it shaved pretty tight. And then eventually, unless you just want to have a white beard, you got to shave it off. But then at a certain point, you start getting a weird like thing under here, like a weird waddle. <laughs> Which I think is what Nicolas Cage has, which is why he has the beard. But he also, but then his hair is weird too. Like he obviously has hair plugs, and that's all dyed and fucked up. Like he just looks weird now. He's a weirdo, dude. <laughs> well, on that note, we must conclude the episode where I had to tell you that I have masturbated while texting on my phone. That this is dude. That is the every, spiritual center of this episode. I, I didn't plan that, but it's what happened. Well, 
And every, everybody, it's not something that nobody does, except for me and maybe everybody else in the world. Well, here's my parting, um, my parting admonition to you. Give it a shot. It's 2021, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Give it a shot. My, my wife lives with me. Uh, I don't need to, <laughs> I don't need to text her. I guess I could text her from the other room. You could do it as, yeah, as soon as we sign off. Dude, I'm text, I'm, I'm going to start texting her during this episode. See how that works out. We appreciate you out there. Everyone's getting their postcards. If you want a postcard, you can become a patron. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash I-O-K. Get on the ride. Support the show. Bob's other podcast. Dude, here's the, the other thing Club. you get if you become a Patreon member. You get the videos from all these shows. You get all the videos. Which is pretty cool. You also get to, um, once every six years, uh, master sex and masturbate um, the show. Not me and Bob, just the show. The show has its own phone number, and you can sex and masturbate to your all dried up. Uh, all right. If you become that, a patron, that's a joke. That's legally a joke. we have to say that's a joke. <laughs> all right. Well, anyways, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. <laughs>